6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. You know, it has been a wild year when it comes to real estate and mortgage news from the skyrocketing housing prices to rising interest rates. It's made buying a home a real challenge for many and for others simply out of their reach, something that's just not going to happen. How much do you need to be making to afford a house? Well, you guessed it, a whole lot more. James Laird is the uh, co-CEO of RateHub.ca, president of CanWise Mortgage Lender. He joins us this afternoon. Hey, James, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Nice to have you on the show. How much of a difference has those interest rate hikes had on mortgages? Uh, So it's really had an effect on how much um, income you need to qualify for the average home. So, for example... Uh, in Calgary, you need $108,000 of household income to qualify for the average home in Calgary at the moment, and that's 18% more income than you needed just in March. Wow. And the story, the story in Edmonton is similar, um, where you need 17 more, 17% more income than you did just a couple months ago. So when we talk about the stress test and the challenges there, for those who aren't aware of what that is, can you explain it to us? So the stress test is simply, it'll take the mortgage rate that you're paying. So for example, fixed rate mortgages are around 5% right now uh, for a five-year fixed rate. Now that that is the rate that you'll actually pay. That is um, what your monthly payments will be based on. The stress test ensures that you could afford to pay two percentage points higher than the rate that you're actually going to pay. The thinking being, by the time your mortgage comes up for renewal, rates could be higher than they are today. So they want to ensure that the household uh, could not only qualify for the rate you're going to pay, but actually a rate that's two percentage points higher. And so that's you have to pass that stress test to qualify for the mortgage that you want to buy the home. So, James, how could it work then um, as that as that stress test increases, you know, that like for for every 1% that that stress test increases, I think you qualify less for the mortgage. How can that, how does that impact if you've got like, I don't know, 60 or 90 days to, to, to buy a house? Well, the good the good news would be that uh, you can get a pre-approval, which holds your mortgage rate for 120 days while you go out shopping. And by holding the rate, you're essentially holding the stress test because once okay. again, the stress test is two percentage points higher than the rate you're actually paying. So, you know, for consumers who purchased, let's say, a couple months ago when rates were lower they would have been stress tested at a lower rate and they would have known what their stress test would have been. That is assuming they found uh, a home within that kind of four month period that their pre-approval would hold for. So, uh, you know, you can manage it a little bit, but you know, the the stress test has gone up a a few months ago. Most people around the country, including in in Alberta, uh, they would have been stress tested at five and a quarter percent. And now the average stress test is above 7%. Mm -hmm. And so that, that reduces your affordability by about 20%. Each 1% higher the rate of the stress test, it reduces affordability by 10%. And, I mean, in housing affordability and being able to afford a house right now is, has been a challenge at the best of times, right? I mean, the prices uh, were, were really on a roll there earlier this year. They, 
they were certainly um now it's it, certainly not just an, an alberta thing um and when you zoom out a little bit uh, alberta actually still looks quite affordable yeah. uh, on, a, on a national level uh, i mentioned you need one hundred eight thousand dollars to qualify for the average home in, in calgary uh, using Victoria as an example, you need $187,000 to qualify for the average home in Victoria and $231,000 to qualify for mm-hmm. the average home in Vancouver. So uh, Alberta is definitely the real estate has appreciated rates are up. But on a national level, it is still looking like one of the more affordable places in the country. Uh, your best advice these days then, James? Uh, well, if you're going to go shopping for a home, uh, get a pre-approval. It'll, it'll hold rates for 120 days. And, you know, one thing I, I've been thinking about is some of the heat is out of the market. There's less people uh, going around and shopping for a home. And so we, we are seeing way less bidding wars uh, than we were seeing in the, in the last couple of months. So even though rates are higher it actually might be a more comfortable time to buy because you won't be competing with, you know, nine of uh, nine other people in Calgary for that home. So um, it, it's becoming more of a balanced market, perhaps even a buyer's market. So there's, there, there are pros and cons uh, to the market right now. All right, James, we'll leave it there. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks for having me. Take care. James Laird is the co-CEO of RateHub.ca. And, uh, yeah, some some interesting numbers from from RateHub.ca when it comes to the change in required income to buy a house in just a few months. In in Edmonton, it's uh, almost $13,000. In Calgary, it's uh, $16,500. You know, I... How old were you when you bought your first house? Right? Like, I, I didn't buy my first house till I was 30 when I moved to Edmonton. I'd been working uh, for, I don't know, 10, 12 years in television in Ontario. Uh, my first husband and I moved to uh, Edmonton and we uh, we bought a, a place here, I think for just over, I think, $120,000. Little tiny place over in Allendale. And, uh, you know, loved that uh, little house. But even then, I mean, that was, you know, for us, it was it was a big deal. Uh, but boy, oh boy, how things have changed, obviously, over the past uh, over the past 20 years when it comes to that. And I'll be honest with you. I have not had, except for that buying that first house, I, and I've only bought two houses since then. Uh, when I got divorced, bought the townhouse, and then my husband and I bought the house that we're in now. Buying and selling homes <laughs> has been um, some of the most stressful moments in my life and possibly the least enjoyable it, it you know it's there's a there's a lot of pressure on there's a lot of stress you're dealing with a lot of different you know people and and all that it, it's a real challenge it's really important to find you find the right person to deal with right because boy oh boy it has uh i don't know about you i have not enjoyed the experience maybe i've just had the wrong people very likely i've just had the wrong people helping me out but uh well, I almost lo- I almost lost I almost lost a house because of mistakes. Almost, you know, because the bank didn't do something and the realtor didn't do something and it was just it was crazy. 
it was crazy and uh, it was really, really frustrating. I would be loathe to buy another place. You know, thankful, thankful that, uh, we're, that the house that we're in, we plan on being there for a very, very long time, but oh, just a stressful, stressful time. So again, make sure you're finding someone who you connect with, right? Who can guide you through it all, someone who you trust, who you believe in.